is being recorded. Michael. Hey, Fatty. Hey, Fatty. So we know the matchup for the Super Bowl. You sound very excited. I'm wicked thrilled for Cincinnati because they haven't won in a long time, and they're a team full of, like, I wouldn't say nobodies, but they're a team full of guys you don't hear a lot about. Yeah. Kind of like, uh, you know, the 2001 New England Patriots. Hmm. Yeah, no, I don't, I feel like I don't, I've never actually, I've never thought about the Cincinnati Bengals. Now, mind you, I'm not, I'm not a football fan, but I've never, their name has never crossed my mind. Ooh, one minute, one minute. <laughs> what What do you mean one minute? <laughs> we made it one minute before you coughed. I'm sorry. I enjoy tobacco cigarettes while we do this. Mm. But uh, I also spent uh, 32 hours in a state plow. Jeez. So... I'm 100% done with winter. Yeah. Uh, We got a total of, let me think, we got three feet in Plainville, roughly. It was like 31 inches. Uh, And we got 26 or 23 inches in Franklin. Damn. That's crazy, man. It was kind of chilly here this morning. Michael, I'm not even going to lie to you about how upset I am that you even say words like that to me. (laughs) It was a little chilly this morning. Fuck you. Listen here, kid. I'm all done with you and your bullshit. I mean, it wasn't a bad time. Like, uh, did I send you any of the pictures from the plow? You did. You sent me the picture. Was that... um... It was like a, out on the highway. You're the bridge. off the side of a bridge, and there was just white. There was nothing. We was were link and we nothing. were we were over ninety five at that point. Okay. That was ninety five at the two ninety five split. Okay. And uh, yeah, it was wild. Yeah. There were times when we were down to 10 miles an hour in the column because the lead truck couldn't see where he was going. And I lost the lead truck at one time. I couldn't see more than 10 feet in front of the truck. I quit winter. I want to quit winter so bad. I don't want to winter anymore. Come to Texas. Um, I want to, for sure. Um, there's, the the new company that just bought Ambrose 
they have, um, I think, one dealership in Houston. Oh, yeah, you were telling me about that. And uh, (laughs) if I could keep the money I'm making now, it's a no-brainer. Yeah. Especially Texas doesn't have an income tax. Yeah. Yeah. So you keep your same hourly and you're making more money at the end of the day. Uh, we're not even, we're, we're probably not going to be here much, much more than another year though. So be like, Hey fatty. Keep that in mind. <laughs> yeah. Right. I don't want that. I want to, if I'm going to move anywhere that Alta has a dealership in, it's going to be wherever you go. So, because mm. <laughs> I, I miss you and I love you. Yeah. I'd like to see your face. Right. So, shit, Melissa must be getting ready to fucking pop by now. Yeah, we're about a month out. March, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Early March, late February, somewhere around there. Excellent. Yeah. <sighs> got a whole nursery <laughs> together. What? We got a whole nursery all set to go. We're waiting on the crib, but we got a bassinet, so that'll be good for now. Mm-hmm. Um, how's the cat taking it? The cat desperately wants to spend every waking moment in that nursery, and he's not allowed. If the door's open for even a moment, he gets in there, and he hides under the bench. And I got to fish him out. Hmm. <coughs> <coughs> That's I was put. I was in there assembling the uh, changing table the other night, and he he got to come in and hang out with us for a while. But obviously, he's a cat, so the one room he's not allowed in is the one room he desperately needs to be in. Yeah, yeah, of course. We'll I be in there with I the door shut, like... and you'll see his you'll see his paw, his entire arm coming in underneath the door. <laughs> Yeah, when I got out of the plow, I went to my parents for breakfast, mm-hmm. helped my dad clean out the driveway, Yeah, and then I slept for a little while. <laughs> yeah. And then I went to Ambrose after that and blew up the F-350. You've just, you just been killing snow. Yeah, no, the snow killed the truck this time. Oh, really? Yeah, oh yeah. Damn. Yeah, there was there was a lot of it. I waited too long and uh old truck. Damn. It was her time. It was her time. Yeah. Rest in peace, baby girl. Rest in peace. I'm sure they're going to get us a new one. Yeah. <laughs> Unless it's not that severe, but I'm pretty sure it's a drive shaft. What do you do while you're in your truck? You listen to music or what? Audio book? The plow? Yeah. No, the plow, I'm I'm on the radio the whole time. Oh, okay. So you're just talking. 
I have to listen to instructions. Uh, okay. There's a lot of them. I well, that makes it, it suck even more. Yeah, I didn't expect it to be as hands-on as it was. Yeah. Like, I thought I would just get a set of instructions, stay behind this truck, follow this truck, make sure your sander's running. Mm -hmm. Just stay behind this guy and follow him in loops for a couple hours. Then you'll take a break. Then you'll get back in it and do another few loops. No. You should have heard the lead truck panicking when he couldn't see out of the front of his truck. Yeah. Guys, I'm not really sure where we're at right now, but uh, let's, <laughs> let's keep it tight. Let's keep it tight. Nobody panic. Nobody so panic. Like, <laughs> nobody panic. I got a GPS in the truck. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Don't worry. I know when we're coming up on stuff. I said, yeah, that's cool. And then you start seeing the cars everywhere because, you, you know, you know, there's a couple idiots in Massachusetts that think to themselves, oh, well, I'm going to go somewhere in the middle of this blizzard. I can handle it. I'm just going to go for a drive. Not that big a deal. Or I need some smoke. I counted, I counted nine cars in the ditch. Yeah. And one plow. That's so stupid. <laughs> Whole bunch of semis pulled off to the sides, too. Fucking taking to wait the weather out. Yeah. So, uh, you watched that new episode of The Mandalorian? I did watch that new episode of The Mandalorian! <laughs> that! I got, it was good. Like, it was real good. It really was. It was so good. But I got about halfway through, and I'm thinking, really not going to see Boba Fett this week, huh? Yeah, we're really was, not doing this this called, time, eh? She was called Boba Fett. He's just not here. And the, yep, not this episode. No. Mm. I do like... All right. So do you want to actually talk about the episode? Oh, yeah, absolutely. All right. So uh, I guess we'll address the most obvious thing, is that this was this was Mandalorian Season 3, Episode 1. It's season 3, Episode 0, I'd call it. All right, fair, fair. Um, there was a lot. Yeah. But, like, what really strikes me about the whole episode is, like, how well put together it was. You know you know who directed this episode? It was Bryce um, Dallas yeah, Howard. Ron, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, What's his face's daughter? Yeah, yeah. So she directed a bunch of like the best episodes of The Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. She is like kicking ass as far as Star Wars goes, and a lot of people are demanding that she get like <laughs> her own get trilogy now. Yeah, like she they want her they want her to do her own movie, and I think that's a great idea. I do too, but it cannot be related to the Skywalker saga at all. Oh, no. No. Because I feel like that's the direction Star Wars is going to start going, and I'm all mm -hmm. for it. I am all for it, because 
that that's going to be the cool thing to finally be able to say, oh, which Star Wars? What Star Wars are we going to watch? Do you want to watch Skywalker Saga or do you want to watch Black? Yeah. And I'm I'm for that. I think mm-hmm. that's awesome. So yeah, Mandalorian episode or uh, season three episode zero. <laughs> The Return of the um, Mandalorian. Uh, I can bring you in warm, or I can bring you in cold. Oh, uh, I love that, that he's he's scene. using the dark saber. Yeah, that whole like this scene is the most brutal incredible. we've ever seen him. Yeah, yeah, he cut a dude in half. He cut a dude in half. <laughs> He could no. He didn't cut just one motherfucker in half. He cut a couple of motherfuckers in half. Yeah. In like, but then, why? <laughs> um. He's just limping around. I'll with give that you. Head. He cut himself yeah. with the lightsaber. <laughs> Yeah, I'll give you all one chance. I'll give you all one chance. I have no quarrel with you. I'm here to collect a bounty. Mm-hmm. And nobody left, and he killed no. them all. Mm-hmm. It's a man of his word. Fucking Din Jaren. And um, like you know, season three is going to be all about like Mandalore. It's going to be all about Mandalorian history and shit. That's going to be awesome. I think, I think that's what they did. I think that's why we got this episode because yeah. I guarantee you, season season three, episode one starts on Mandalore without a doubt, or him getting to Mandalore. Yeah, but we would have no idea, no real idea why he was there. I'm sure they would have explained it, mm-hmm. but it's way it's way better to see it. Yeah. And uh <laughs> so before we even get into that because there's still more things to unpack here. Yeah. Um shit. Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, I'm wrong. That fucking Naboo Starfighter. Oh yeah. Um, turn it into a hot rod. Um it's the Fast and the Furious Tatooine. Mm-hmm. Well, then he got <laughs> That's a lot of en- cops. <laughs> That's a lot of engine for such a small starship. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, no, don't worry about it. You're fa- oh, how about that that fucking little piece that the Jawas bring her? Yeah. It's a chunk of that axle yeah. that was in the fucking trash compactor. Yep. It was a good episode. Why wouldn't the they BD have found unit, that? The BD unit, the little, the little droids. That got snatched from, uh, up by the Womp Rat? Yeah. But it's the same droid from Fallen Order? Well, it's the same model. I doubt it's yeah. the same droid. No, it's the same. Unless, unless we're going to be seeing Cal Kestis, Cal Kestis in Season 3. I mean... I don't see any reason why we wouldn't. We're definitely going to see at least a little Grogu, which means we're definitely (laughs) going to see Luke Skywalker again. 
So that's exciting. Yep. Yep. Um, how about the fact that TSA is just is super <laughs> So that that I droid know... That droid yeah. is was in Star Tours. Like that was where oh, it made right. its debut, the original Star Tours ride. I remember that. Yeah. Um that might have been the funniest thing. Yeah. When he was just like, I know everything that's in that box. And he gets to the other when end, he... you expected something to be missing. But everything yeah, was there. Everything it was there. fine. Everything was there, yeah. It was fine. I think that's I think that's them letting everybody know that things don't always get lost in Star Wars. Yeah. Every once in a while, a planned trip goes just fine. Yeah. <laughs> there was a there was a man with your voice flying a razor crest. Yeah. Did you uh you wouldn't happen to know anything about that? Would you mind answering some questions? And he just looks over <laughs> and presses the fucking button. Fucking He's like, face mm, nah. <laughs> nah. <laughs> do we pursue? Do we re- or do we report this? Uh, do you want to fill out all that paperwork? <laughs> like, no, good point. Book of Boba Fett on its own. Not so sure how I feel about it. I'll 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 revisit my thoughts at the end of the season. Like it's fun, but it's definitely not as good as the Mandalorian. But I am so psyched for the Mandalorian season three. <laughs> How many episodes is Boba Fett? How many episodes do we have left? Well, that was episode five. Yeah. I don't know how many episodes there's supposed to be. I also don't know if this is supposed to be... Seven episodes. There's only two episodes left. Oh, no shit. And one of them was this. Like, it's basically a six-episode miniseries is what it is. Because seven is a weird number. They just wanted to do, like, a bonus Mando episode. I think it's probably because filming got delayed. Yeah, probably. I bet you anything that they had filmed. Remember, they did film. They filmed a little bit, and then it got postponed because of COVID. Both right? That or yeah. This? Oh yeah, yeah. This. I think they did. Everything got delayed. Everything. Yeah, and then they shot a little bit of the Mandalorian, and I bet you it was just enough for an episode. Mm-hmm. And maybe they felt like they owed it to us. Yeah, it was a very because good. Episode. Making, it was a really good time. I mean, as we sit right now, we still have to wait a year before. We get to see more Mandalorian. Yeah, probably about that. There's a bunch so, of Star Wars coming between then, though. Yeah, keep it coming. Yeah. I want some footage I for you, Obi-Wan. You need me to what? I need you to entertain the people for like a minute and a half. 
a minute and a half. Yeah, I got to run inside, grab something, come back out. Okay. Two seconds, I promise. I'm sorry. Okay. Or whatever. You can edit the gap out. Hang on. <laughs> edit the gap out. That sounds like work to me. So just a reminder, folks, that we're coming up on uh What did you say? <laughs> so that sounds like work to me. <laughs> so just a reminder, folks, that we're we're uh, we're going to be taking a short break soon. We're gonna we're we're um we're gonna try and record enough backlog to get us through the month of March. But after that, we're probably probably gonna have a few weeks. I'll be right back. Free. Okay. He's annoying. Um, so yeah, we'll have some older content coming up soon that was previously only available on YouTube. So if you didn't subscribe to us on YouTube, then this will be new to you. Uh, first four episodes of season six are available wherever you get your podcasts right now. So we'll be starting with season six, episode five. I'm working up to wherever we are. Hold on. What episode did we start on podcast networks with? Let me go grab here. Episodes. And we're back. Show all episodes. So we've got Season 7, Episode 7. Don't forget your largest, most adorable child was our first uploaded to regular streaming services. So from Season 5, Season 6, Episode 5, up through Season 7, Episode 6, you're going to be getting uploaded in the interim once my child is born and then we'll get back to regular stuff we also have uh end of this month you've got the uh final episode of keeping up with the skywalkers you're really proud of it it's going to be real fun for you guys to listen to and then we've got a new project brewing to take its place that is going to be a whole boatload of fun as well. We'll uh, hold off on the big announcement on that one for now, but it's going to be fun. Also mulling over in my mind, the concept of maybe doing a a little little Batman related side project all on my onesie. So I've been reading tons and tons of Batman lately. I mean, I read tons and tons of Batman every, all the time, but reading tons and tons of Batman lately. And I think I could do, you could do something fun with that. Cat's sitting on the floor, he's staring at me. You back, Patty? I, I fell okay. down. <laughs> uh, 
Oh, man, no. I got right to, like, thank God it didn't happen. It <laughs> happened where it did, like, thankfully. But I have to climb a little, fly, a little like, <clears throat> I have to climb. There's, like, like a front little, porch, like, yeah. Walkway. Yeah. Yeah. So I get right before the steps of the front porch, and I'm like, all right, cool. I just got to grab. Yeah. Thing. <laughs> I went, burr, uh, burr, burr. fuck. <laughs> you got back just in time, it. though, sir. Uh, I was just running out of things to talk about. Excellent. Yeah. Now that I've fallen down and everybody got a good laugh out of it. Oh. Mm. So, anyway. uh, I don't know. I don't know how much you pay attention to uh, gaming news, but not um, super. But very recently, like within the last few days, was released some. Uh, like, do you remember Star Wars thirteen thirteen? No. It was a canceled game that everybody was very excited for, but it would have taken place on Coruscant. And you would have played as Boba Fett. Okay. And it was basically, it was an action-adventure game starring Boba Fett. And uh, when Disney bought Lucasfilm, they canceled, like, everything that was in development at LucasArts and then shut yeah. down LucasArts. So, 1313 got canceled. Yes. But uh, one of the developers released a bunch of, like, uh, pre-alpha footage or, like, pre-beta footage, whatever. It was, like, raw footage from the game. Mm -hmm. And it was, there was some footage of of Boba Fett just, like, wandering, like, the semi-open world city streets of Coruscant, which looked amazing. And then there were some, there oh. some action, action footage of him, like like chase I, scenes and stuff. I do remember this. Yeah. Everybody's so pissed off. Like, 1313 got canceled, and everybody was like, there's never going to be another good Star Wars game ever. Mm-hmm. Like hopefully the interest so, in not only renewed interest in Boba Fett, not that not that Boba Fett interest in Boba Fett ever um waned, but the renewed interest in Boba Fett coupled with like this footage releasing and everybody wanting it means that like they're mm-hmm. gonna move it back into production in some way, shape or form. I mean, I hope they do but now it has to jive with what's happened. So my understanding was that this game would have taken place pre-original trilogy. So, okay. So this is the, oh, perfect. This is all the shit that catches Darth Vader's eye. Yeah. Yeah. You are part of the Rebel Alliance and a scoundrel. Take her away. Or trade, mm. take her away. There was also there was a uh, canceled Darth Maul game that was in mm. development when Disney bought out Lucasfilm. 
I still have not seen Darth Maul in the Clone Wars. So Yeah. So it looks like uh rumors say but rumors coming from like dependable sources say that um there's a, a mall T V series in development for Disney Plus. Huh. Which my assumption no based on nothing but like what I wanna see and what would make sense considering how much of his story has been covered in Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. Um what I assume it's gonna be is like Young Maul, like pre-prequels, which also means we're going to see some Palpatine. Awesome. And I hope to see him McDermott. I mean, it feels like it would be a sin if it wasn't, but I like, feel like... Those are some here's big shoes, my friends. <laughs> here's the thing, though. Yeah. There's probably... Um, how do I put this? Um, that would most likely, I mean, I'm hoping would be animated. Yeah. I mean, maybe. Because they would have to, well, I mean, they could always, like, 3D alter his face and all the rest of that. Yeah. Unless like they did just, with fucking... Unless it's just him as Darth Sidious and he's, like, in the hood the whole time. Doesn't matter how old he looks. True. Yeah. Very true. Yeah. Darth Sidious. Did I ever tell you the story of Darth Plagueis the Wise? <laughs> now, I'm wondering, so... Darth Maul, in both of his appearances in live action was played physically by one actor and voiced by Peter Serafinowicz. And I'm wondering if that's what... What? Say that all one more time. I'm sorry. In both of his live-action appearances, that's in Phantom Menace and Solo, he was Mm -hmm. played physically by one actor and voiced by Peter Serafinowicz. And I'm wondering, it would be kind of weird to do an entire live-action series where your main character is played by one person and voiced by another. So I'm wondering what they're going to do. Because Ray Park, who played him in in Phantom Menace, no great actor. He was a great stuntman, and he was a great martial artist. True. You may know Ray Park was also... um, he was also the Toad in X-Men. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, we could we could have a Darth Maul series in development. That's way down the road. We're definitely getting Ahsoka and... Yeah. Candor. Candor? No. Andor. Andor. <laughs> See Andor. Cassian Andor. Cassian Andor. Yes. Candor is the bottle city from <laughs> Superman comics. Cassian Andor. Candor yes. <laughs> <laughs> Can- is from Superman. <laughs> oh, jeez. 
I appreciate your um, candor. <laughs> oh, God. What have we done? Um, My name is Cleveland Brown. <laughs> I didn't know I could do a Cleveland Brown impression. There you go. Yeah. Ladies, ladies and gentlemen, a new talent is born. I haven't watched any of the new voice actors on any of the shows. Like The Simpsons has a new Apu and a new Lenny, and um, Family Guy has a new Cleveland. I know the guy who voices Cleveland now. He was he got famous on YouTube for doing like a. Uh, spot-on Cleveland Brown impression, and that's why they cast him because he's a he's a black actor who does the same voice that the white actor did. But I don't know about I don't know about Apu or Lenny on The Simpsons. I've watched a new the episode of thing- Simpsons in probably like five years, at least. Um. I didn't even know The Simpsons was still on. The Simpsons is the longest-running television show. Oh, speaking of which, so The Simpsons is is not only... It's the longest-running scripted television show ever. Uh, mm-hmm. That doesn't include Saturday Night Live, which doesn't count because it's like a variety show. Yeah. And uh, it is... It is the longest-running animated television show. Do you know what the second longest-running animated television show in history is? No, but I have a feeling you're going to tell me. Arthur. On PBS. Arthur the Aardvark. So Arthur has been on the air for 25 years. This is its last season. It's ending in April, I want to say. Second longest running animated series of all time, longest running animated children's show of all time. Uh, it's ending its 25th season with a four episode special where they're all adults. Uh huh. Yeah. They've only okay. done like 300 episodes in 25 years, though, is the thing. The Simpsons are on like 700 episodes. Which is incredible. That is a hell of a thing. And it's like, part of you thinks like it's time to throw in the towel, guys. And the other part of you is like, just keep fucking, keep fucking doing it. Like, get paid. Nobody is watching The Simpsons, and they're still making it. True. I I want to meet the guy who still, like, religiously watches The Simpsons every single week. Is there I mean, anybody on the planet who still watches The Simpsons every week? I mean, I'm sure there are. There's there's no way they would keep a syndicated television show running that long. Yeah. Without it making money somewhere. True. True, I guess. 
There's some I mean, I'm sure. somewhere, and that's the only reason The Simpsons is still on. They just keep forgetting to add the one. Yeah. You've been rounding up this whole time? Shit, I thought I was supposed to. That show needs to stop. <laughs> we gave Matt Grenning how much money? <laughs> and it's not Disney, like, I'm Disney's sorry, too but... embarrassed to do anything about it. <laughs> Just keep paying them. We fucked up this long. Just keep paying them. Um, I still think Futurama is his best work. Oh, yeah. I tried Disenchanted, and I'll probably try it again. I, I think I watched the first two or three episodes, and I was not I was not pulled in by it. Not the way that, that Futurama did. Like, Disenchanted I mean, was what it's it was okay. called, right? Yeah. It's okay. I think I'm... I probably only made it halfway through season two. Yeah. I See, I didn't even know there was a season two. No. I got the day off tomorrow. Maybe I mean, I'll watch... Maybe I'll put it on while I play video games. Oh, excuse me. But, um... There are good episodes of it. Yeah. I mean, I don't think I would have watched that far if there weren't. It's something that I've realized about my own personal taste. When it comes to fantasy, it has to be pretty exceptional. Like, fantasy in general, I'm not that into. I really love The Witcher. I really love The Witcher. So good. You've watched the second season? Oh, yeah. Such a good show. Henry Cavill is so perfect for that part. Henry Henry Cavill is king of the nerds. Yes. I mean, I know know everyone loves Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. I love him. But Ryan Reynolds is a different situation. Like, everybody likes comic books. And Ryan Reynolds has this, this very, he very specifically loves Deadpool very much. Yeah. But it's not like Henry Cavill loves like nerd culture. He does yeah. raids in World of Warcraft and shit. Like Henry Cavill is a nerd. He's just a very big muscular nerd. Mm. <laughs> Apparently on set he's like a witcher encyclopedia. Like he's read all the books and he knows them by heart. I mean, he was a huge Witcher fan before the show even was a thing. Yeah, yeah. Like, like they approached him, or I don't even th- did. I don't know the story specifically, but I would be willing to bet when before they even made him an offer to be, I'm sure he knew about it. I'm sure mm-hmm. he was preparing for it, and I'm sure he was like bated breath by the phone. Please call me. Please call me. Please call me. Like... Yeah. Yeah. Just like with James Bond, except, like, he got the job. Yeah. And then the phone rang with the with the studio's number up, and he, like, ripped the phone up halfway through the first ring and just said, yes. I'll take it. 
Didn't even didn't doesn't greet anybody. Just says, "Yep, I'm in." <laughs> yeah. This is Henry. I am the Witcher. <laughs> when he was first cast, I was a little skeptical because, like, my now I never read the books. I don't know yeah. Geralt of Rivia outside of The Witcher Three: Wild Hunt. But Geralt, like, he is broad-shouldered, but apart from that, he's very lean and more, mm-hmm. like, lithe than, than Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill is a big man. And I wasn't sold on Henry Cavill playing Geralt. But then when it, like, then you, the first trailer and then you saw the out, show. when you saw him as Geralt, it was yeah. like, oh, yeah, that's, that's him. That's the guy. <laughs> Yeah, that's him. That's the dude. That's the one. Yeah. I mean, the the first fight scene. Yeah. Oh, that was such a good. Uh... That was a masterpiece. Yes. The the thing about that fight scene is it has become. It, it's like. If your combat scenes don't live up to that, I'm not sold anymore. Yeah. So well done. So well done. But yeah, like, if fantasy has to be pretty exceptional if I'm actually going to get into it. Like, the first few seasons of Game of Thrones, before it went off the rails and got kind of cheesy. I was really into the Lord I mean, of the Rings trilogy. Like I said, like the Hobbit trilogy, I can't stand that shit. It makes me angry to watch the Hobbit trilogy. I've only seen the first movie. I think me too. Me too. And I can, I can say without doubt that I hate the other two without ever having seen them. <laughs> because let me tell you, the Hobbit is one of, is one of my favorite books of all time. It's one of the most important books to me as like a reader. And they fucked it up. 100%. Fucked it all the way up. What I watched in the theater was not part of any part of the Hobbit. It was not the Hobbit. The Hobbit should be one PG rated movie, maybe G rated. It should be a family movie. It should most certainly not be some big CG-heavy, action-packed blockbuster trilogy. Fuck The Hobbit. Mike, it it sounds like you have some very real hostility. I'm mad about it. I'm mad about it. (laughs) Oh, man. Hmm. But no, Pete, Pete Jackson, Pete Jackson, he, he dropped the ball over there. So, Fatty, you finished yeah. that Mass Effect trilogy. You finished playing that. I did. You got your, you got, you got anything else you're moving on to? You were, you playing anything else? Ooh. Um... I mean, I was playing the Fable trilogy. Yeah. Um, I may finish that. I don't know yet. 
Um, I don't know, man. I really have He's getting a new Fable probably next year. Yeah, I mean, okay. It's not Lionhead. It's none of the original people. Oh, as long as they, like, completely revamp the story, (laughs) whatever. So it's not like, gonna be a Fable Four, is it? No, it's it's a reboot for the for the series. All right, well then they can fix. Some so they have really to get a, they have to get some things pretty right. Because the thing about Fable is that what made it so cool was that it was doing things that no other game was doing, that lots of other games mm-hmm. do now. Yeah, giving you the choice. Yeah. But also, it was it like came you're down not a protagonist; way, you could be an antagonist. Yeah, the way the story was told was very specifically fable, and they've got to get a very like a tone down. And that's very that that was all Peter Molyneux, who is like yes, blacklisted. He doesn't do anything anymore. He's a piece of shit. <laughs> <clears throat> You're, I mean, not that I don't doubt you. I just don't know what he did. Oh no, he's an asshole. Like he, as, as like a guy who's in charge of people, he should not be oh, okay. in charge of people. Like he, he, okay. he mistreats people, and he's he's an asshole. He's not quite on the level of like a Bobby Kotick, but he's he's up there. I don't even know who that is. Bobby Kotick, he's the head of Activision Blizzard. Oh, okay. I was just going to say, is that the, the head dude from Activision? He is the, quote, problem, unquote. <laughs> <laughs> I expect to hear okay. news of his resignation anytime soon. <laughs> but yeah, Sable has to be something very specific, and, they, and if they don't pull it off just right, it's going to be a disaster. And that's coming from somebody who's not even... A, I played the first Fable, and that was it. Like, I really loved the first Fable, but that was the only one I played. But I know what Fable is and how it feels. I've, uh, I've been playing Mother 3 the last couple of weeks. That... <clears throat> what is that? Have you ever heard of a game called Earthbound for the Super Nintendo? No. So Earthbound was a very strange Japanese RPG for the Super Nintendo. Um, it takes well, place I mean, in, Japanese. Yeah. It oh, takes place in me. modern day. It it you play as a as a your your adventure party is a group of children. Okay. But it it's it's very strange and it's very different from from just about any other game I've ever played. But Earthbound was the only game in this series released in America. And in Japan it was Mother 2. And Mother came out on NES. And Mother 3 came out on Game Boy Advance. And Mother three, Mother and Mother Two, slash Earthbound, are basically the same game. 
Like the story is basically the same. The characters are all basically the same. Basically the same game. Okay. Mother 3 is a very different game. It takes the same kind of storytelling and the same kind of gameplay elements and brings it over into this new story. And it was never released in America. Despite people complaining and begging Nintendo to do so, it was never released in America. So a bunch of fans got together and they made this fan translation of it. And it's really well translated. Like, like it does not, when you're playing the game and you're reading the dialogue and everything, it does not feel amateur. Very well done. So I've got it for my little emulator, my little Game Boy. And over the last few years, I have tried to play this game. I don't even know how many times I've started this game. Only for whatever machine I was using to like stop working or the file to corrupt or something. So I have officially, there are, this game is split up into eight chapters. I am finally on chapter seven. Previously, the farthest I had made it was chapter four. So I'm almost done with this game. It is, it is a really good game. If you've got, if you can run a Game Boy Advance emulator on your phone, which shouldn't be a Probably difficult so. thing to do. I would I would check out Mother Three. Like it is old okay. school. It is it is an old school like turn based JRPG, but it is the story it tells is something else. It's very different. It's very it's not like anything you've ever played before. The art is beautiful. It's a very good game. You got to look for specifically the Mother Three English translation. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, I'll look into that. It's a really great game, and I'm I'm glad that I've made it as far as I have, and I might like even try to push through and finish the whole thing tomorrow because I got the day off tomorrow. So I've also been reading a lot of Batman. Big surprise. <laughs> Big surprise, yeah. So I finished the three-volume Batman by Grant Morrison omnibus. And I told you about Grant Morrison. He wrote Batman for seven years. And this is three volumes of about a thousand pages each, every single issue that he wrote of Batman for DC. Now... And I, let me ask you a real question about comic books because I really don't know much about them. Okay. Um, now, authors of comic books, quote mm-hmm. unquote, um, they don't draw, correct? So, no. Okay. But sometimes, so yes. When- <clears throat> so like Frank All right, Miller. No, I can understand that. Yeah, well, I was just going to say the only, like the exceptions would be yeah, Frank Miller and so on and so forth. But Yeah. So when when a writer sits down and writes a whole comic book. Yeah. Do they write like a whole story arc? 
Uh, it depends on what they get hired for. Like somebody like Grant Morrison, he got hired on, he was supposed to run like a six issue like story arc. So yes, usually you'll have a writer sign on for however many issues and that meant however many issues they'll tell a whole story in that time. Okay. So Grant Morrison was hired on for like six or seven issues. And then it was a runaway train from there. He had so many ideas that they let him just explore Batman for the next seven years. I'm sorry. So I guess what, like, do obviously they write in the fight scenes and stuff <laughs> like that, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's almost like piecing together a movie. Oh, yeah. No, it's a script. Like, there's direction okay. and everything. Uh, some Some writers, so Grant Morrison worked with, like, dozens of of different artists throughout his run. So like mm-hmm. ones he was more comfortable with, he would use less detail probably. And ones he he didn't know as well, he would use more detail in his scripts. But then you look at so so I finished that and now I've moved on to the Tim Sale Jeff Loeb omnibus. Now Jeff Loeb and Tim Sale are writer artist team who most of most of the biggest work for either of these men was done together as a team. Especially when it comes to Batman, like Jeff Loeb and Tim Sale did The Long Halloween, which is one of the most famous Batman stories ever. You've probably even heard that title, even if you've never read it. Uh, mm-hmm. But um, like Jeff Loeb and Tim Sale, like they know each other's work so so Jeff Loeb wouldn't have to put as much like detail into the script for what's happening on the page Tim Sale knows what he wants you know if that makes sense yes no that makes perfect sense every once in a while you will find a, a writer artist team who's just really amazing Grant Morrison has this one artist that when he works with him it is perfect it is like shift kiss the very best of comic book making and i cannot remember the guy's name from the life of me but i absolutely love his artwork okay. and uh him and grant morrison did so after bruce wayne died there was a batman and robin series that that starred dick grayson as batman and Damian Wayne as Robin. Now, Dick Grayson does not get enough credit as Batman. He was really good. Like, really good. But uh, in, okay. in, in the Dick Grayson, Damian Wayne, Batman, and Robin series, they introduced a whole new rogues gallery. Like, they weren't fighting the Joker and the Riddler and the Penguin. They were now fighting uh, Mr. Pig. And uh, there was a guy who was a frog. And um, the the closest thing you had to the Joker was the Red Hood, who was Jason Todd, who was another former Robin turned villain. Another character who does not get enough credit is Jason Todd as, as the Red Hood. But yeah, I've been reading a lot of Batman recently. 
Well, yeah. Impressive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, fuck, I had something, now it's gone. Sorry, I batman it all up. No, nah, hey, man. We're we're all about the culture here. Um, mm. Yeah, I mean, fuck. Fuck. I told you I fell down. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Uh, we were talking about video games or something. I'm just trying to backtrack. Trace our steps. Um, shit. Shit. No, it's, it's gone. Shit. Shit. Yeah. Well, we're closing in on that magic, that magic 60-minute mark here. That's true. Do I have one I am... more thing? Mm. Uh, Picard season two is fast approaching. March. I can't wait. Guinan's back. Good. Q is back, obviously. Oh, I can't I'm wait hoping, to see Q. God. I can't wait. I'm really hoping we get to see Jordy LaForge. I thought was we got really, to see Jordy LaForge briefly. He was not in season one. He was not in season huh. one at all. I was really disappointed because the show was so like heavily weighted on data and they didn't have his best friend, Jordy LaForge on. Yeah. I really hope we get to see Jordy LaForge. We get to see Guinan. We get to see Q. We get to see everybody else back at it. Uh, rumor says that Robert, Robert Picardo will be back as the, uh, the doctor, the EMH. Excellent. Probably that uh that's my- poised to return like right when uh we bring our child home. My I still think the EMH might be my favorite Star Trek character ever. He is a great character. As especially when you think about just his entire arc. Yeah. He was he was really good. The other one, well, the other character I really like too is Odo. Yeah, he was good too. I don't know who is my favorite overall Star Trek character. I really love Doctor McCoy. He reminds me of my grandma, so it's like a nostalgia thing. I don't know. Mm. I think Archer doesn't get enough credit as a character. Captain Archer was really good. Like the show was frequently frequently crummy, but Archer was a really great character. Oh, it looks like we're getting a we're getting a series about the USS Republic, which is Kirk's first assignment. There's no confirmation whether Ensign Kirk will be a character on the show, but they're making a show about the USS Republic. Nice. Yeah. So this will be like pre pre original series, probably pre Discovery or like same time as Discovery. 
I would love to see them do a new show in the style of the original series. Like, I'm really just not into Discovery. I really don't like it. I don't like um, the look of it. I don't like the way they make it. I don't like the storytelling. I don't like the show. Isn't Voyager... Like, isn't there a show going on right now with Janeway and Voyager? That's uh, uh, Prodigy, yes. Janeway is the emergency command hologram aboard this ship that a bunch of, like, runaway kids get their hands on. Oh. But it's Kate Mulgrew as, as Janeway. It's a computer animated series. It's done Paramount Plus and Nickelodeon. And uh, Tom Tom Paris Tom Tom Paris came back on Lower Decks, which if you haven't checked out Lower Decks, you should see it. You can find somebody with a Paramount Plus subscription and check out Lower Decks because it is a it is a funny show. It's like it's Star Trek meets Futurama. It is a very funny show. Okay, I'm in. Yeah, it is like one hundred percent okay with that. It's real funny. But uh, Tom Paris is in it. Um, I think Will Riker makes a makes an appearance, and Jerry O'Connell plays a character on it as well. I'm not sure who that is. Jerry O'Connell, what would you have seen him in? He's uh, Sheldon's older brother on Big Bang Theory. He was the fat kid in uh, Stand no. By Me. No. He was Joe in Joe's apartment. No. He's been in lots and lots of stuff. He's very handsome. You Google him. Google him after we're done, and you'll you'll be like, oh, that guy. Okay. <laughs> All right. Wow. I think that's a show. So I'm going to remind everybody here that uh, we're we're working a backlog so that we can get some episodes ready for you. But very soon, you're going to be getting some uploads that are just like some of our older episodes that were previously only available on YouTube. So if you didn't follow us on YouTube, you're going to be getting some new cool stuff that you haven't heard before. Old cool stuff that you haven't heard before. And uh, we got we got a new a new long term project because we have wrapped Skywalker. We got a new long term project brewing that we are not announcing yet, but we will be announcing soon. So I get excited for that. Uh, let me check our email real quick. Just write quickly, quickly doodle. Nope, no email. Nobody has emailed us, and you shouldn't either, unless you want to talk about Star Wars. <laughs> Only Star Wars. I've said it <laughs> countless times before. Yeah. If you if you want to send us either your best or worst fan theories, I yeah. will tell you if they're fantastic or if mm -hmm. they're trash. Yeah. And then... You and I can discuss why. Yeah. So uh, those are the ones that—that's what I really want—is someone to email. Yeah. Is someone email in like, 
oh, well, did you know that fucking, did you know that uh, Anakin Skywalker didn't actually love Padme? I'd be like, hit me with it. Why? <laughs> tell me why, and I'll tell you why you're wrong, why that is the greatest love story of our generation. <laughs> yeah. All right, folks, you go ahead and follow us on Facebook and Instagram and TikTok. Don't email us at keepingthefat at gmail.com. And uh, we will see you next time. Sounds you good take it easy, boss. sir. Yes, sir. I'll talk to you later.